Hello and welcome to the Next Take podcast, a podcast where we take your favourite films and we give them a unique and a different take. The next take, if you will. No one asked for this podcast, but we're doing it anyway. I'm your host, George, and with me as always is my co-host, Sonny. Yes, that would be me. How about you? How are you doing, Sonny? Not bad, you know, just living life. Not bad. Yeah, from had a good year. For the first time Ooh, in three months. Oh, very nice. He's the athletic one of the, the duo. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, the allegedly athletic <laughs> one. I I could be athletic, but I just you know don't yeah. bother. You're JD on Turk. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> in multiple ways. <laughs> so in today's episode, we're going to be doing our third category of show, which is our the next take hit list. Uh, essentially, we we pick a category of film. Each of us come with five films that fit that category, and we battle them out till we have one decided winner. Today, we're doing musicals. And to save ourselves from going around in circles, we've had to limit ourselves to one Disney film each. Otherwise, I feel like we both bring a lot of Disney films to the table. Oh, yeah, so, 100%, 100%. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, all these films are musicals. Now, are we going to be ranking these on what's the best music and that way? Or are we ranking it on the best film that happens to have music in it? Whole package. That's how I've done my A whole package. Yeah. Okay, so my first film is going to be The Greatest Showman, um, a relatively new one uh, that's come out in recent years, kind of revitalised the musical as we know it in terms of film. Yeah, you have seen it, haven't you, The Greatest Showman? I have not. I, the only thing I know is the, the main song. Oh, what, This Is Me? Yeah, and Zendaya's in it. I hardly know the cast and that's it. <laughs> the, the song is yeah, the cast well... and that's it. That's how much more of a film do you need to know? <laughs> no, I do, think, I do think the soundtrack is sublime on this... Uh, in this film um i mean it speaks for itself in terms of awards and numbers and all sorts but i think you've got a song here for everyone at least you, you'll like at least one of the songs in this if not all of them um there's so many classics in there a million dreams this is me you know the other side all, all bangers and all completely different in their own right um i do think the film itself is a bit weak um mainly by basing it on pd pt barnum um the real life circus owner because he was a horrible man and i think by associating that that figure with this film it does drag it down i feel like hugh jackman's character should have just been a generic circus owner um who you know was just doing what he was doing um so you know you would have had more flexibility story-wise and it wouldn't have kind of left a bad taste in the mouth when you know how much of a horrible person pt barnum was and then you watch this film and it's a bit uh, is it glorifying him in a sense yeah yeah when he doesn't need to be really um but other than that i do think it's a fantastic from a musical standpoint i think the music is amazing film wise the story does feel a bit rushed and there are some pacing issues with it um but yeah i think this probably has one of the strongest soundtracks of any of the musicals i've picked See, I, so far from like i don't i don't think i would enjoy it because it seems like a really cheesy film just from the outside oh, yeah. of what i know oh hundred percent. Sorry, I had a small <laughs> um, Yeah, I was like, please feel this Sean Sunny by talking. No, um, yeah, I know it is glitz and glamour and cheese and it is, you know, it's as camp as you like. Um, which I do think is kind of some of the charm in it. You think, ah yeah, you know, we can uh, yeah, it's cringy, but you kind of embrace it for what it is. Um and it doesn't try and be anything it's not, you know. It, it it's just a fun time. Um and it does leave you like you know humming the songs, and you will go out and listen to the songs afterwards, no doubt. Uh, 
yeah, I do. I do think film wise, it's probably one of the weakest I've picked, but it, strong soundtracks. So. Is it the S Club Seven of films? Yeah, okay, but not as safe. Obviously, there's some bits in it where it's like, mm. okay, um, but it's, it's more it's more the busted of songs, so it's safe, but at the same time, it's like, oh, oh, bit of edge. Bit, yeah, a bit of edge, have, a bit awkward for your mum, but that's yeah, good. They have spiky hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that's my thoughts on The Great Showman. Fantastic musical, not fantastic film. Okay. Um, which is why I put it as number five on my list. What is your number five entry? Oh, I, I've, I've gone down the classic route. So I've got Wizard of Oz. It's not, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, I didn't even lot. think of that. I thought it would have yeah, been I mean, in your top five, to be fair. I, I didn't even think of that. My oldest film is mid-90s. No, mid-90s. hang on, 80s. Okay. No, I, 70s, 80s. I think I know what your number one is. I'm, I'll leave it till when you say it. But I think I know. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Wizard of Oz. Mainly because I'm giving it, like, props just because of that Over the Rainbow. Because it, it is a, such an iconic song. Mm. But, I mean, off to see the wizards, all right. But, but yeah, it's. And it's is just, there many more songs in it? Others oh, that, if I had a brain, a heart, or song. Yeah, uh, yeah. Follow the, the yellow brick road, which that that whole sequence just annoys me so much because they it starts off in a spiral, like the yellow brick road starts, in a spiral. <laughs> and then like you know you can see where it's going because it's not a big spiral. And like, right, okay. So I just cut across. You can see, you can see it. Everyone's telling you to follow it. You don't need to follow it the whole way around. Yeah, you don't even need to be so pedantic, Dorothy. <laughs> but you know, one of them doesn't have a heart. One of them doesn't have a brain. Dorothy, she's got, she's, she's all together. She knows what to do. Just cut across. Yeah. They'll, they'll follow you. Well, this is the thing with this film, right? And I guess this is the idea: is that you know, uh, you've, you've you had the brains in you all along, but. Surely they really. Surely they didn't need the wizard to tell them that. Surely Dorothy should have noticed that. Hey, Scarecrow, you've had some good ideas. Clearly, you've got something <laughs> on going on upstairs. The Tin Man wants to help them. Therefore, clearly he has a heart. And the Lion goes and helps to save Dorothy. It's clearly he's brave. Surely they should have all been like, "Hey, you know what? We we don't need this wizard. Like now we're all good." Uh, I don't know who no, how how you come up with this film. Though. It's like someone dropped acid. It's like this oh, is what yeah. it is. Which is weird because uh, the one we all know with um, uh, Judy Garland is actually a remake. There was a silent film. Is there? Beforehand, yeah, like a short. Um, oh so it is actually a remake. This isn't. It's not the original. You've actually um, blown my mind because I don't. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, again, again, it's like a short. It was like a you know like those kind of western with the, the text title cards between them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But it is. Yeah, it was. It was based on something else. Yeah, yeah. That's I, that's mainly no, my number five because I need to pad it out as well. I don't like telling okay. musicals, but <laughs> like it deserves to be in there. I'll give it that much. Yeah, I mean, like you say, "Over the Rainbow" is iconic, but I think that's about it, really. It's a bit like. I, I, it's like insert football team here where "Over the Rainbow" is their star player, and that kind of carries the rest of the team. Yeah, but, but I, I don't know enough about sports. But... <laughs> but I I like the twist though. I guess the twist is pretty good. 
it's like, oh, it's just a guy behind a, a curtain. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's a lot of modern elements to it. Like, it's a fairly, from a, like, screenwriting perspective, it's quite a modern take, like, having that twist and the, like, it's a bit of an unconventional story structure. Like, they get to the wizard, but then they've got to go back and get the broom and then come back again. And it's not, like, A to B, and it's not a standard hero's journey. You know, the story does falter and flicker all over the place. It's also kind of like... It's like a punchline that you got all these magical creatures, and then the 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 wizard is just, just an, an old, old guy, man. yeah, an old white man who solves all their problems. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I do think, yeah, like you say, it's iconic and it's it stood the test of time. Clearly, that like it's beloved by audiences, and it actually spun off probably one of the most well-known musicals of the modern day, being Wicked. So oh, yes, that's true. Yeah, so it does have you know musical roots. Um, I could, I don't even think of that one when I was thinking of musicals. I would like I, two of mine are fairly old, so I don't no. know. okay. Um, yeah. Go on, hit me with your next one. Yeah, well, to be honest, I would probably. Oh, what would I say was a better musical, Great Showman or, or Wizard of Oz? I would say Wizard <laughs> of Oz, but I haven't seen the other one. I would it's, say it's Wizard, all down to you. I would say Wizard of Oz is a better film. But then is that just because it's older and it's just time? Whereas The Great Showman is more of a musical, right? It has more songs and more iconic songs. So that's why I say, are we looking at this from a film perspective that happens to have songs in it, or are we looking at this as a musical? Save just big picture, everything. Oh, it's hard. Mm. Yeah, I would say, I mean, Wizard of Oz is iconic, so I feel like it would have to win. And again, that's okay. a story that's got everything in, hasn't it? It's got heart and it's got a story. And at least, you know, production-wise, yeah. I mean, production-wise, is a hellish nightmare. But what we actually get as a finished product is, you know, a heartwarming tale. Who cares if they poured asbestos all over a bunch of uh, dwarves? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Asbestos. Gen- genuinely, that's what the, 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 I think it's the snow in the poppy field or whatever it is. That means it's just asbestos they just poured from the roof. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it's... This the film behind, is so troubling. The behind the scenes oh. of this film is horrendous. The, the, the stuff they put poor Julie Garland through. Um, but they put her on, I think it's like Prozac to keep her awake. and then Yeah, I heard about that, to be fair. Yeah, and like completely ruined her as a person. It's just oh, awful to hear. Um, so, ah, I don't know. It's actually the opposite to The Greatest Showman. Yeah, which was a, such a lovely, wholesome <laughs> production, but a hor- based on a horrible man. And this is a horrible production, but it's a lovely story. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I wouldn't necessarily classify The Wizard of Oz as a musical. I would say it's a film with music in, but then that does suppose that makes that musical. Yeah. yeah, if it has about three songs in it, then I guess you can. Yeah. But then, yeah, again, every Bollywood film's a musical, but I wouldn't class any of them as a musical. Yeah. Okay, I think... I just have music videos in the middle of their film. Yeah. Whereas, I suppose, The Great Showman's music does actually, like, propel the story forward, at least. Yeah. Yeah, so Mm. it's completely down to you. If you want to move it on to the next, like, the last... I'm going to have to move on because I don't think I can pick one between these two. (laughs) (laughs) So they're both the fifth ones, anyway, so... Yeah, okay. Uh, Well, the next one... Well, the next one I've got on my list... Hmm. 
See, now this is personal preference. Ah, oh, so, oh, okay. You're shuffling around. Um, th this is the problem. The next three, right, are all better in their own ways. So one is a better film, one is a better musical, and one is a better musical film. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the musical film, which I have got in fourth place. And that is the Blues Brothers original. Oh, from I 19... thought that was going to be your first. I thought that would be number one for you. Oh, no, no. Number one is <laughs> is up there. Um, but yeah, these, yeah, this, this, this one I think is the best music, film musical. I feel like this is the most broadly accessible one. I mean, it's 80s SNL alumni, Dan Aykroyd, Jim Belushi, um, Carrie Fisher, I mean, she's a very minor role, but like the, the icons they bring in from R&B and blues music, like Ray Charles was in it, for goodness sake. Um, and it's just, oh, I think it is a fantastic film. Like it's- Isn't uh, Aretha Franklin in it as well? Yeah, Aretha Franklin. Um, so many, so many people. Uh, uh, I want to say Sammy Davis Jr., but I don't know if, I'm being mistaken there, but there's so many iconic, iconic names in it. And the music is obviously iconic and stood the test of time. Um, and the story. And again, a bit like Wizard of Oz, it's just iconic. And um, I mean, it can be a bit brash for some audiences. You know, it is that raw, like I say, 80s SNL, doing a bunch of coke before every take kind of film. Yeah. But then, you know, there's iconic lines, you know, the four fried chickens and a large coke. And like, it's just so much like ah oh, so much good stuff in it like shake your tail feather is like such a banger in that entire scene with ray charles's music shop um i'm pretty sure he nearly shoots a kid if i'm remembering correctly <laughs> the, the like, thing is I'm... steal something and he's like Pew! <laughs> and he stops I've, always piano or something. I've always wanted to watch this film but i just never got around to watching it that's the annoying i was gonna like try and sneak it in yesterday and then i watched something right. else instead yeah, it's a, it's a good film. I mean, it's it's very dated for the time, I'd say, but not in a problematic way. Um, I mean, there are Nazis in it, but I mean, they are the bad guys. So, yeah. I mean, John that's, Candy's that's in it as well. Thing. I feel like that's always a good sign, you know. Um, yeah, John Candy's good. I like John Candy. Yeah, and like the 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 last song, the uh, everybody uh, needs somebody, like oh it's just so it's just so good like it's just so iconic um so yeah that's why i've made it number number four i it's not my favorite of these films and i do think one of my other ones is a better musical in a more classical sense but this is the best film that is a musical like it, this film doesn't have to be a musical and it would still be okay it wouldn't be as good the music definitely elevates it but it does work on a level without the music Okay, I thought it'd be number one because I remember, like, I think the first time you watched it, like, we were at uni, and you're like just in such a mood for like the Blues Brothers. Did we? I don't remember watching it. No, I think you had watched it, but uh, ah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's been a while since I have seen it. Um, I've seen the other ones a lot more recently than this. And again, personal preference does come into play here as well. Like I say, you yeah. many would argue the Blues Brothers probably is probably the best. If you were to give this list of people to lists of films to people on the street, I feel like a bit. Blues Brothers would come out near enough on top, but in my personal preference, I think there are yeah. I've got other better films than it. Yeah. What's your number well, four this, pick? Oh, uh, oh, just to say, this is our our watch list, so it's got to be our preference anyway. Yeah. So yeah, 
I kind of cheated. I've, this is a Disney Channel original movie, so I'm not classing it as oh, a Disney. Oh, I already film. know what this is. How if this is what I think oh. it is, I'm going to be so upset with you. That's it. One, two, three. High school, High school. musical. Oh, yeah. You white girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only time you've been whiter than me, and I want it on record. Uh, <laughs> I'll just edit it out. <laughs> I, I have to I have to put it in there because it was part of, it was a big part of my childhood it was yeah I suppose yeah it's kind of our, our generation's grease isn't it yeah but grease can get in the bin genuinely can't stand that film and I've, if you do I've, never, it, I've never seen it all the way through how they manage to get 40 year olds to act right. like 15 16 I don't get and there's rapey undertones and that's that's just and the flying car you know what just what are you doing Oh, have you seen that video that came out recently of someone took grease lightning and removed the music so it's just them like <laughs> singing and like the leather rubbing oh it's the funniest thing ever oh I uh, mean howling it's just a bunch of men going mm, yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, uh. obviously there's no music in the background all this leather, leather squeaking and like mm, yeah uh. it's like oh this is awful I think I have heard of it I, I don't think I've seen it though oh, I'll have to show you after this episode but oh it's so funny um, but back yeah. to High School Musical. Yeah. yeah, I just think for us, it was a big deal. Uh, this film was built up so much oh. on Disney Channel. Yeah, I yeah. like. I remember everyone talking about it on the Monday after it because I think it premiered on a, the Friday after school, and then on the Monday, yeah. everyone was gushing about it. Like everyone. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I, I even had. Oh God! I'm sorry, I don't think I don't think any Disney. Channel original movie has made a bigger impact than this one. It certainly hasn't launched as many careers. I mean, Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, like Cor- Corbin Blue had his moment. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of still trying to break out the Disney zeitgeist. But yeah. oh, actually, Zac Efron has two films he's shown up in now, isn't he? He's in the Greatest Showman, and he's in oh, High yeah. School. See, so he done well Can't for him. Sing, though. Can't sing, but you know, he's in there. Well, this is the thing. I he's he's dubbed over in the original one, isn't he? In the original yeah. High School Musical. I didn't even know that until like a couple of years ago. But he's not in the subsequent ones and in Great Showman. So what happened there? Like, Was the other guy like really bad at acting? I don't know, because the other guy did the live tour. Also, I've heard. I never saw it. Um... <laughs> you sounded really defensive. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not like I wanted tickets. I never got a mum. No. Um, but no, the, the actual guy did the, I think he did the live shows. And it went touring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Zach Efron did the singing for the rest of them. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, the, the music in this is, I, I enjoyed by Breaking Free, is the best song in the film. Of the franchise, it's Every Day. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the second one is a much better than the first, I feel. Uh, it's got better music. The, the storyline is like, you guys, I seem to always have problems. And she has to come back singing. Yeah. The second one's less, um, less high school high school musical and more summer yeah. part-time job Country musical. Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but I, was, I was listening to like all the soundtracks to the, my five films I have. Mm. And I was listening to Get Your Head in the Game. And all it is is basketball reference, basketball reference, basketball reference chorus <laughs> that's the whole song fun fact that song nearly got me run over in a car park once 
<laughs> I was at... Or were you trying to do the routine? Maybe. No, there's a bit where they get the ball behind them and they throw it over their head and then catch it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, watch this. And I did it. I went, Hoo! and the ball never come. I turned around to run after it. And as I did, a car stopped mere millimeters from me, from taking my short little life. Um, and my mum yelled at me like she's never yelled before. And quite frankly, I'd rather the car hit me after that because I felt so bad. <laughs> You learned a lesson. High School Musical taught you a lesson. Yeah, lead the choreography and dancing to the pros. Exactly. You need to get your head out of the game. Yes, that was my problem. It wasn't in there. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I can't remember this film, to be honest. From, uh, it has been a while since I've seen it. It's quite, it's quite troubling, though, like with like, the messages it gives you. Like, there's a song, The Status Quo, where they're like, no, don't be yourself. Just stick to like what we think you are. Well, yeah, but they change that by the end, don't they? Yeah, like, but still, that's the whole point. That's that's like the mid song. Like, no, 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 you want to stay. Actually, status, state, status quo or status quo, whatever you want to say. I feel like that's a bit of a pop. I think that might be the strongest song in the film, more so than Breaking well, Free. I say a second. The others aren't all that. Is that fair. is that? And then fighting words. I mean, this could be a completely different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Have a whole episode on High School Musical. <laughs> we each bring a High School Musical film. There's a climax the of the song. <laughs> yeah, or there's we're all in this together, which is like the encore song, the ensemble song. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, it's a nice way to wrap up the film. Yeah, but they're Still not, not all in this together because it's a lie. And then the next film, they're all mean again. Like, yeah. Well, sharp. It's only sharp pay, really. Yeah, bitch. But I still think Troy should have chosen her. She's blonde, she's rich, and she can get him a job, and she can sing. Right. Yeah. Troy that really was the whole point of the second one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you ever see the third one in cinemas? No, because you had to go to the cinema. Yeah, I was, I, I was, I was like, in secondary school then. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm not paying money to see this film. Like... You know what? I hope they broke up because there's a. That was an unstable relationship. What? If the music is the only thing that kept them together, yeah. And the fact he was like, oh, I've been given a basketball scholarship to go here. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm halfway between. I'm only like 50 miles from this girl. Like, my guy, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you've got a free (laughs) ride there and you've given it up. Oh. His parents like, hey, what are you doing? He gave up. He gave up a scholarship just to get some tail off a girl. And his dad in the original was like, you, you need to play basketball. And he's like, no, I want to sing as well. And then he's like giving the basketball thing on a plate. Oh. I hope his dad disowned him. Yeah, he's, he's not invited back for Christmas now. Um, yeah, so well, yeah, that's that's my fourth. I feel like we didn't actually uh, talk about the film seven. as a film. It was kind of the story and how much we like and dislike it. Um, so what? That's enough. That's what enough. is a better musical then, High School Musical or the Blues Brothers? <laughs> so just from watching like trailers and the music, I'll, I'll just give you Blues Brothers straight off. I feel like yeah, I feel like Blues Brothers is a better film than High School. Yeah, it's a better film. I say it's better acting. Yeah. And... <laughs> it's not. It's like you had to think about that. Well, again, it's like the thing is being a musical. I would argue that High School Musical has a stronger music catalogue. No, that's a lie. It definitely doesn't. No, really. No, I don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> Definitely Blues Brothers. Yeah, I'm going to Blues Brothers every day. 
Uh, Disney like tapped into like this podcast just to like, yeah, yeah, it's, it must it's keep you in check. Yeah, it must be my vaccine in the 5G waves. So just you know. <laughs> um, okay, my third film. Oh, see, now these two, okay, like, like I said with the last one, all these middle three are all tied. This next one, I think, is the strongest musical, mainly because it is just a West End musical on film. Um, and that would be okay. Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, but the Donny Osmond version. Um, Are you, you're saying it like I should know the difference. Well, well, this one, this one, this is I was saying to you beforehand. Um, so this was basically it's a film, fully productive film, but it's filmed so that the camera on stage. But no, but it's not on stage. That they're on like sound stages. Oh, it's a, it's really okay. hard to describe. So, but they are acting as if they are on stage. So it's kind of like there's you know there's different camera setups and like. Um, like you know, close-ups and wides and all sorts, um, and you know, depending on the camera angles. But it's still going in a way where it's all facing the same way in the camera and like big background dancers and all that. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a bit of a weird setup, but I do think it is I think it's the strongest musical here. I mean, it's a Lloyd Webber musical, lyrics by Tim Rice, which is always a win. Um, and yeah, I, I think that you know, there's there's not a hell of a lot more to say about it. I mean, it's clearly to the test of time as its own as a stage show, and thus being a film, it technically counts. So yeah, suck it. Okay. <laughs> Is that it? That's everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, name another musical where someone managed to rhyme the word farmers with pajamas, right? And and make it work in context. Suck it. I mean, I could give you something where they rhyme bananas with pajamas. Ah, but they didn't. He's farmer. Basically, it's about the pharaoh has a dream that all of his <laughs> that his people's crops are going to die, and then something like then um, your dreams were a message for your farmers while you sat there cuddling your pajamas, and it's like it works, and it's just it's just little bits like that. And it's, oh, it's a fantastic <laughs> musical, one of the best, iconic. One would say iconic, and it's Donny Osmond who did the who sung "I'll Make a Man Out of You." Fair enough. I mean, most of that, I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm not really sure what you're talking about. But You've never seen that, have you? <laughs> you the, no. The, your passion has sold me on it. You know, I haven't seen the three that you've given me. You, you, you would love this one. But, I know, I know. That, that, little, that little bit of me that's inside you, that came out wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would love this film. Oh, no, it's out now. It's out now. <laughs> so what's your number three pick? Right, so I, I would still class this as a musical. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. Curveball. Yeah. I See, I went on IMDb and it was on the list. So I was like, you know what? It's a great film. I can't think if there's any songs in this other than Cheer Up Charlie. Yeah. Cheer Up Charlie, Pure Imagination. I want it now. Oh yeah, yeah. The Oompa Loompa song. Oh, of course, yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know if like. Yeah, I could never. Oh god. I was other than a word of imagination. I'm not sure if the rest of the song kind of carry this film. Like, I think you can get by without them. But again, does the music yeah. then elevate it and make it this more fantastical world? It makes it more surreal because you think like 
when uh, is it when Augustus goes? Yeah. The Olympus. Yeah. Whenever whenever a child disappears, the Olympus sing. Don't they just happen to be ready nearby with a whole choreographed yeah. number. <laughs> yeah, it, it adds to like the, I guess the spectacle of the chocolate factory. Yeah, I assume you're talking about the Gene Wilder version, not the Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's Charlie in the Ch- Chocolate Factory, I think. Oh. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's um, <clears throat> yeah, but I dream sure world at the beginning. mum, and there's a sweet song with the sweet shop owner as well. Yeah, isn't there? Like the sweet shop owner sings a song to him all. He's like, "Is that when he gets one the gold for a penny and one for a pound?" Oh, no, I don't think. I think it's just a guy at the shop owner just singing about sweets and giving oh, okay. the stock away for free. <laughs> Probably if memory serves me correct, it's been a long time since I've seen this film. <laughs> It's got that charlatan as well, that Grandpa Joe, I think his name is. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. We, we do not piece of stuff. Me. <laughs> we do not mention him on this on the show. Oh, you got a golden ticket? I could do something now. Oh, I can walk. Isn't that a miracle? I could sing. Mm. I'm in a good mood. Sounds like benefit for to me, Uncle yeah. Joe or Grandpa Joe. <laughs> and there's poor Aunt Grand, you know, Grandpa George sat there, like was... get a licking. <laughs> it was like, well, we can't move still. He could be out working, but no, he has to stay. He has to go out and stay in bed and let his poor daughter-in-law look after him until his grandson comes home with a ticket to go to a chocolate factory of all things. And all of a sudden he can dance and sing. And he also has a Coke nail as well. If you watch the film very carefully. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That's the weird thing. It's only a golden ticket. It's just to see a chocolate factory. They don't actually know Hmm. what the end goal is. Where it's like, there's a chance to win a lifetime supply of chocolate, isn't there? Oh, right. Well, yeah, because you own the, the thing, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, they didn't know they were going. They didn't know they were going to own it. Yeah. They just think they can win if they if they win the win. They just get all this chocolate. <laughs> Which, if they're like that, will solve all of our hunger problems. Chocolate doesn't doesn't quench your hunger. Eh? Like, <laughs> you're still gonna be like very unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be so full. Yeah, you're gonna be full of diabetes, mate. You know? Yeah, and you all people, you're going to die within like within a week. So I think it's in the modern one. He's like, oh, I want to sell the ticket. And they're like, no, you know, they make new, more money every day. Hold on to that. Like, no, sell the ticket. Like, you need the money. <laughs> you're living in one bed. <laughs> yeah, there's a hole in the roof as well, isn't there? Yeah, and no amount of singing and dancing is going to make up for that. <laughs> um, I bet. Like, no, I do that. After you. Yeah, just... Uh, the entrance, but Willy Wonka does enter in like the whole like, story is like, at the gate, hmm. and he just seems like a hobbled old man, and then he falls out. But it's such a great like, introduction to a character. Yeah, they, like, it's one of the things that tells you everything you need to know about him yeah. from the get go. Like, I also feel like he's a bit of a dick throughout the whole film as well. <laughs> like, like Jim Wilder just really didn't want to be there. <laughs> but like the kids are as well. You got it. Like, yeah, that's why Charlie gets it because he's like the only down to earth kid. The others are spoiled and yeah. Like even the song I want it now, I can't remember what her name is. Is it Violet? Oh no, Violet's the one who turns into a blueberry. Uh, she turns Violet. Mm. That's that's gonna say something that definitely mm. can't give in the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, the book itself, I think, is brilliant. I love Roald Dahl as a as an author, yeah. um, but he was he notoriously hated this film. I remember him saying he he didn't like it. He he hated it. 
Yeah, he didn't want um, the follow-up to be made. Like He had that written in the contract, I think. Yeah, the great glass elevator. But I think yeah. that's why they remade it with Johnny Depp as a more faithful adaptation. And then it was least faithful than the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind that one either, to be fair. It's all right. It just leaves it again. It leaves a funny taste in your mouth. Like you watch it, you think, like, who who is this for? It's like, for Tim Burton. That's all it is. Hmm. Um. Again, iconic film and iconic songs, but a bit like Wizards of Oz. I feel like it's just got that one big one that helps carry it, and the other ones are associated. But it is a fantastic film in its own right. You know. Again, so many yeah. iconic lines and moments. You say, you know, Willy Wonka 21, they they know, you know, the good day, sir, that you lose. Good day, sir. Everyone knows that, like, and what it's from. So, yeah. Um, out of the two, which one is the more iconic? Musical? I, would have to, I think I'd have to say Willy Wonka. But, okay. Joseph as a stage, but Joseph as a musical and as a stage show, I think. Yeah. It's a stronger musical. I mean, it, the whole thing is a musical. It's not like they they talk. The whole thing is just song after song after song. Oh, okay. That's one of those kind of musicals. Um, they do some talk singing. Yeah. Like, you know. Okay. Um, it also has the dad from Zack and Cody as the pharaoh. So, like, you know. Oh, really? Not to, not to try and sway your vote, but, you know. Oh, um, I mean, that's the one way to, like, like, get to me, like, deep down in the, the bottom of my heart. He's the pharaoh, and he is the king. Therefore, he's an Elvis impersonator, who is a pharaoh. <laughs> this is the hair stuff we're working with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. If you get a chance to cover the pharaoh song from, um, yeah, Joseph and his technical drinker. Um, okay. Well, my second to last film, and again, I've said before, these three last three films I've named are all on equal things. I think they're all amazing in their own right. This one just happens to be my most favourite film. And um, out of the three, and whether or not you can class it as a musical, um, that would be Jack Black's School of Rock. Okay, I did not see that coming. I, no, I, but... I love that film, it's so good. Yeah, again, the biggest stretch to calling it a musical possible, given there's like two songs in it in total, and um, there's music in it, though. Yeah, I mean. The, yeah, it's a song. It's a film with music in it. But Wait, are you are there. you are you counting the the end song as one of the songs? Uh, what do you mean end song? Oh, when he's doing like the the class at the end, that's that's technically another song. Yeah. Uh, okay. In that case, there's three. Um, I think because you see, like when he <clears> performs <throat> the Legend of the Rent in the class. Oh, there's also the instrument bit as well. So you know. Technically, yeah. And yeah. I think I think mainly my love of the stage show has kind of influenced this one. Um, if there's ever been a time <laughs> where the stage show is better than the film, even though the film came first, I think this is it. That makes sense. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't put King of Dreams That's on there. Well, not King of Dreams, Prince of Egypt. Oh. Okay, honorable oh. mention goes to the Prince of Egypt. Um, because, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm swapping. Oh, I don't um... This is the process of work. Just you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I would say, do I, I prefer Prince of Egypt to School of Rock as a musical, but I prefer School of Rock as a film. It's completely oh. up to you. Yeah, again, I have not seen Prince of Egypt, I don't think. You haven't seen Prince of Egypt? Sonny, that's outrageous. It's so it good. Out? It's amazing. It's the best DreamWorks film, other than Shrek 2. Wait, I didn't put Shrek 2 on it. Oh, no. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, Shrek Two is the, the 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 best Shrek. Okay, that's another episode, I guess, for another day. Yeah, I'm not. T- <laughs> yeah, wait, wait for the animation one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'll see what's called of Rock for now, but Prince of Egypt gets a very, very honourable mention. Um, but yeah, School of Rock again. It's got comedy. It's got it's it's you know modern music, so it's different. It's a musical in a different way. Um, kind of helped propel Jack Black's career, and it's it really is just Jack Black getting to be the most Jack Black ever. Like, yeah. And he's got like free reign in this film, isn't he? It is, and it, is, it, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how this film was came about. If Jack Black had a hand in producing it, but it's almost as if no one else could be that role of Mister Schneebly or Huey, I guess, or whatever you want to call him. Like, he is, he is that character. No one else could do that role. Yeah, I, I think Richard Linklater wrote it. Did he? Yeah. Well, I know he directed it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. And it's in your top five. It is. I, I, I didn't do any research on these films, <laughs> apart from maybe the top one. Um, but yeah, Scrooge. Although, oh, I wish I picked Prince of Egypt now, because Prince of Egypt is more of a musical and it has the plague song in it. Oh. Yeah, again, you're just you're just saying words to me, and I'll just agree. Well, yeah, I mean, Prince of Egypt's cast includes Val Kilmer, Ray Fiennes, Jeff Goldblum, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Martin Short, uh, Steve Martin, uh, Danny Glover. Oh. oh, that is a great cast, to be fair. Yeah, oh, oh it's, it's a blind. <laughs> uh, Patrick Stewart is in it. Oh, it's it's just incredible. Like, yeah, if you get a chance to watch Prince of Egypt, I think it might still be on Netflix. Um, but you should definitely watch it. And it's like I feel like I've seen bits of it though. It's 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 just like in school. Yeah, it's chilling in like a good way. Like it's haunting. Like it's it's a Bible story, so it doesn't hold back on anything. Um and like the deaths, but it's yeah, it's it's just it's it's haunting is probably the best word to use in some of the moments. Like the moment of Passover where God passed over the house of the Jews who marked their doors with blood and then killed all the firstborns <clears> in <throat> Egypt. Spoilers. Like oh, it's it's just it's just chilling to the bone, and like even the cinematography itself. Yeah, spoilers for a two thousand year old book. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's I'm glad you caught why I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, um, spoilers from the Bible. Yeah, both Prince of Egypt and School of Rock, I think, are on equal footing, which which always sounds blasphemous to say, but yeah, I'm kind of School of Rock is my main film. Okay, I mean. The no, the climax, no, the performance at the the Battle of the Bands thing. Mm. I, it's it's so good because like, even the principal guy like, gets turned by how like talented. Yeah, see, all the kids are because on the West End show, then she then makes him the new music teacher, which I feel like is a more natural end and conclusion rather than the School of Rock being like a weird like Saturday school club thing. Um, yeah, don't forget he did commit identity fraud. So you know, him working at that school again is a bit. Yeah, uh, being the being the principal is like, you you would get your head examined. Right? They would want you to get your head examined if you're the principal. Yeah, that is true. Mm. But yeah, um, but if, if anyone gets to trust to see the West End show when everything reopens and life is not so mental, um, I would definitely recommend it. It's very good. Um, but as a film, I do love School of Rock. It is, I say, Jack Black at his finest, I believe. 
even the end of that film, to be fair, where he gets more annoyed that they don't win. Yeah. Like they, they, they teach him the lesson again. Yeah. And like, you know, so, using Zach's song and all sorts. Like, oh, it's just it's just such a good film. But the stage show is 10,000 times better. And you can quote me on that. Right, I'll, I'll get a t-shirt made. Yeah, exactly. What's your, what's your number two pick? <laughs> number two. Okay, it's my, my official Disney pick. Ooh. And that is one Aladdin. <gasps> Would you like to know what my number one pick is? <laughs> Aladdin. No, Lion King. No, it, my, my number one pick is Aladdin <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, that, that it was a toss-up, though, between Aladdin and Lion King. But I was like, Aladdin's got better music. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's got more songs. Man. Yeah, I mean... I, I think The Lion King, again, we're going to go around in circles. I think The Lion King is a lot more iconic, um, especially with its songs. But Aladdin, I feel like every single hit, every single song is just a perfect hit. And it's a fantastic film to boot. There's no slow moments during yeah. it. Like, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I usually end up skipping or going for a wee at that point. Whereas Aladdin, <laughs> even A Whole New World, at least the visuals are an engaging story. Yeah. It's, it's more, it's cheesy now. Mm. But like, at the time, it's probably. Yeah. And, I mean, you'll probably agree with this. It's got the great late Robin Williams in as the genie, which to me, like, I mean, again, production nightmares, regarding him aside, just the energy he brought to that character. And, like, as a personal hero of mine, like, it's just, oh, it's such a, having him in that role is such a, like, oh, I love it so much. It's the greatest voice, like, the greatest animated performance. Well, it was... It's because time. of him that they started putting celebrities into these animated films. Yeah. Like, because of him, they then put Eddie Murphy in Mulan. Um, oh, yeah, because the, the the main characters are no names, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Brad Kane and someone else. Uh, I don't know, but I know whoever does the voice for Princess Jasmine also does it for... Uh, I want to say... Mulan or Pocahontas? Mulan, I think. Oh, okay. Um, like, singing voice. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, oh, Aladdin. I think it's just a perfect, perfect film. Like ten out of ten. No, no nothing wrong with it. Humor, heart, like, even comedy, having everything. Even having Jafar as like the villain as well. Like he's so menacing. Like just the look of it. Yeah, and it's like okay, like from the outset, you know he's the villain, and there's like a twist that like, he's the bad guy. Yeah. But you don't need like. And it just runs with it. You don't need the setup or his motivations or why. He's just bad for the sake of being bad. Like, yeah, one of the, like, my favorite bits from him is when he just keeps calling, when uh, Aladdin like, keeps calling him Prince Abu. Mm. Prince Abu. And yeah, and it's like, he's, not, he's just rubbing it in his face. He's like, yeah, like, I mean, we are talking about the original, obviously. I mean, the I think the new live action is probably the best Disney live action remake. But. I haven't that's seen that. A, to be fair, I don't really a tall want hill to climb. Um, is is worth checking out. Like, is yeah. it's decent and it's good in its own right. Um, it kind of, it it's good for the same reason the old one is good, without being a straight for straight copy. Okay. So like Will Smith's energy is perfect for the genie. Not as good as Robin Williams' genie, but perfect for the genie in that world. Does that make sense? So. Yeah, and, like, the story you needed telling, someone. It, yeah. I, but it's not like he's it's not like anyone's trying to emulate the old film. They're doing it in their own way. And it does work with that cast and that energy. Um 
But again, yeah, the animated is the best one, and in my opinion, the best musical ever. A friend like me is the best Disney. So- oh, yeah, it's the best Disney song. Oh, really? <sighs> I feel like that's blasphemous to say, but yeah, I would say I... so because I was. Well, I said there's better songs, but this is for me. This is good because. I like it because it's actually sung by the characters, so you kind of get the character story, whereas everything else to rival it, which is namely Tarzan um, or Hercules. All the songs are sung by narrators, so it's not necessarily the character's feelings, and it's just someone, like a narrator, telling you the story, which is why I prefer a friend like me, because it's actually the genie being the genie. It's not someone else telling you what what you should be feeling as all this character is feeling like Phil Collins, even though the Tarzan soundtrack slaps, <laughs> and I will fight anyone who says otherwise, apart from the camp song that can kind of be forgotten about, but I haven't seen Tarzan since I was about four years what old the ever-living hell are you on about? you're not, that's outrageous <laughs> I, I think I got it for like my first have we been friends for this long I remember that we've not Tarzan together I don't know you haven't, you haven't offered to do it <laughs> That's my mistake. That's all I was waiting for. <laughs> to make this relationship to the next level. <laughs> Tarzan together. Sorry, did you have any thoughts on Aladdin? I feel like I've stolen your, stolen your pick. Well, I can't really add anything else. It's just everything about it is a hit. There's, even like the end where he frees Genie, you don't think he's going to do it because it kind of... It built, they build a friendship the whole way through, really, because he saves his life at the beginning, even though it's his job. Mm. But, yeah. It's yeah. like a natural like, progression of a relationship. It is almost a twist where you think, yeah. Yeah, but you think because he's been like, so materialistic all the way through the film. Mm. And then the way they like, trick Jafar into becoming a genie himself. Yeah, and again, that's why I like it, because it's not like... Brawn versus Brawn, it's brain like Aladdin outsmarts him, which again is why, yeah, because it's not Aladdin is such a good character. Like, you know, he, we see throughout the film, he's constantly outsmarting people, um, like whether that's through thievery or whatever. And like, again, that goes to show that even against Jafar, who's an almighty genie, like he can still think his way out of problems, yeah, but. It... Even like Jafar, it's not really he's not really physical himself. It's the the thing mm. he has with the snake on the end. So he, even he's it's it's a battle of wits, yeah. really, isn't it? But I think that's kind of the point of those characters. Is Jafar is like he he's smart, but in a in like a, such a as the crow flies way. Whereas Aladdin yeah. is smart, but he like you say, yeah. he's like, he can outsmart people. So I do like that those two people that they, they are like the two that come come against each other. Um, also, in opposite to School of Rock, the stage show for Aladdin up in the West End is absolute wank. If it wasn't for the genie, um, so I wouldn't waste time, people. It's 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 like a oh. pantomime put on by Disney. It's not the Disney film. Like Abu's not even in it. Oh, He's okay. replaced by three friends of Aladdin. Yeah. Oh, Abu. That's another thing, good thing that Aladdin does. Two non-speaking characters have so much oh, personality yeah. in in like Abu and mm. the, yeah, carpet. the yeah the carpet's also not a character in the West End show so but you know I mean it'd be hard to well, do they it, did it in the Broadway one beforehand it was just a person in a suit as a oh. carpet 
and <laughs> oh yeah. what a life <laughs> so yeah i'm an actor oh do i know you need it yeah i play uh the carpet oh nice, nice. i play a rug <laughs> um also i think princess jasmine is the best disney princess not counting Mulan, who isn't technically a princess, but yeah, I think Jasmine is the best. Okay, yeah, and I just found out that the bit at the end where she's in the hourglass, she was supposed to, originally she was going to escape that herself using like a hairpin and picking the lock, but because of time, it was just changed to Aladdin saves her, which is a bit like yeah, okay, it would have been cool if she got herself out of that. Which I do like in the remake is they do make Jasmine more of an individual character, yeah, a stronger Strong, character. She is, and you know, you can you can say it's pandering all you want, and your penis won't get bigger. Uh, but she is like they do make her a decent <laughs> character, and you know that is I think that is important for girls, you know, especially in yeah. Uh, 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 I'm going to end up getting this wrong, but in like the background of the film and the societal background of it, like you know, this kind of Middle Eastern culture, it's important to show that you know this that these this girl, this woman, she doesn't need her prince to come save her yeah, yeah she like doesn't need her, her strong yeah. man to come save her she can save herself um yeah yeah I, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to touch on that anymore because i am not the right person to talk about it um, <laughs> I, I can feel you like tiptoeing so much around it it's like yeah just uh yeah but I'll lay out as a white man. I don't feel comfortable talking about uh, a person of color, a female person of color, and the importance of her character to young girls. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but I do think it is important to have a role model like that, and she does carry it very well. Well, all there's left is my number oh, yeah, one. Pick. No, we've seen it together. You know oh, what it is. Hang on, oh, it's La La Land. I love I love this film so much. Oh, sorry. there's a bit of crack. Oh, sorry, I'm up to my phone. I'm just getting a message. Is that better? Okay. Uh, I didn't yeah. again. I didn't didn't even think of this yeah. one when we were picking films. How dare you? We went on a squad trip. We did, to but I had to watch it at a weird angle when Ryan Gosling looked like the wall throughout half the film. <laughs> <laughs> Were you yeah, right on the I was corner? Right on the end. So there's a bit where there's the other okay. scene where he's laying on his bed, and his bed is like the length of the room, and it's like it's, it's like just a still yeah, shot, yeah. yeah. And like I oh, just giggling because of the perspective of how I was watching it. It just made him look like he had a massive head and a teeny tiny <laughs> little body. <laughs> All right, but but you've just touched on Ryan Gosling being in the film. That's a plus okay. point for me. Anything he does. I have a man crush mm. on Ryan Gosling. Don't um, stop. I, have no, I, I understand completely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but he's he's great in this film. Like, the story is mm. great as well. I, I've spoken to other people and they're like, oh, I don't really get it. It's, um, it, it explains everything without words. Yeah. It shows you exactly what's happened, what could have happened. And then it ends. And it's the story of two people who may ha- may be perfect for each other, but aren't necessarily perfect for each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's about two people who are chasing their dreams and meeting each other helps them almost fulfill mm. that, in a sense. So, yeah, like, it's not like their meeting no. was wasted. 
and also the soundtrack. It's the only soundtrack I have on my Spotify. Really? I, and like, at least three of those songs I can listen to. The only ones I can think of is, hang on, so there's Another Day in Sun, Somewhere in the Crowd, yeah, that, that, to City be fair, of Stars. Oh, they're, they're two of the best ones. What are the other ones? Yeah, they're, they're, they're oh. the best three. Oh, okay. You've just named them. There's the, there's the John oh, Legend yeah. one. I forgot he was in this. I remember how excited yeah, you were yeah. when he showed up in cinema. I do remember that. But... Yeah, that's like two in one for me. I, w- I, was li- I was watching this the other day and my brother kept making jokes that, oh, look, John Legend and Ryan Gosling. I was like, I know. I've, I've already seen this film like three times. That's... <laughs> oh, bless you. The moment's passed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Uh, it, but Watching the film from the beginning, I thought I'd hate this film because it's just a massive like mm. musical number. As like, oh, it's not I do one remember of these, that musical number like confusing me when I first saw it because I was like, this is like like because of the way it's done on purpose. Like it's it's designed to look like a fifties musical. Then I was like, but they're in the modern day, and my brain really can wrap my head around the fact that the whole thing is set in modern day. And I was like, <laughs> is this supposed to be set in the seventies? Like, what what's happening? It, and I was proper confused for the longest time because Emma Stone's character is driving um, like an old car anyway. I oh, know, no, sorry, he's in his old car and she's in like a Prius. He's in like his old classic car. And I was like, right, yeah. okay, so it's filmed in the 50s and he's like some like, okay, so he's he's kind of made it, clearly got a nice car. And then she's in a Prius and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> it should be until like, I could wait to the film. Like, oh, I get it. Now. It's called style. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> just you just bragging on yourself it can never not be fun um, but yeah I do agree I think the song yeah the songs again similar to that we said about Great Shaman are iconic especially City of Stars I mean to make a song that iconic with a riff of eight notes yeah that like oh genius um but yeah, it's, it's all like old school anyway because they do that uh, dancing mm. routine near the beginning. Like, I think that's the best part of the film, just like for a cinematography and like, lighting and yeah, everything. But like, a technical perspective, but that's like the most iconic. Yeah, thing and like the film. the someone in the crowd scene where you got the girls wearing different coloured dresses and like which is like I think I'll stay in and oh, they yeah. follow through the rooms and it's like it's almost like again like, it's done in almost like a West End show way and it's like yeah like, oh, it's it, yeah, yeah like I said, it's, it, well i said it's very stylized and yeah. hmm. it holds up from the yeah. high pitch it, won, the... it won the oscar or didn't win the oscar or i mean i, I don't think it deserved to win the oscar but i do like the film still oh the whole point no they didn't win the main oscar, oscar. <laughs> he but it won like direct, like the mm. director and Emma Stone one. Like Damien Chazelle, that guy. I don't know what he like. I don't know what jazz has has ever done to him. But he makes films about jazz where they're no. not really happy stories. Because he made Whiplash, didn't he? Have you watched? Yeah, it? I'm, I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah. That. Oh, that's, that's that's his best film. Mm. It's so good. You should watch it. Like J.K. Simmons and know, Miles Teller. Like, J.K. Simmons just scares me in that film. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I guess that's the point. But... Yeah. yeah, but uh, you kind of mm. get to the reason why, but he just takes it a bit too far. But 
I mean, no, yeah, you no would enjoy that. If I get around to it, I could have put that in as a musical. Yeah, word I, if you I had did actually put Prince but... of Egypt instead of School of Rock, but neither are as good as Aladdin. Hey ho! So what's better, Aladdin or La La Land, in your opinion? Yeah, I... oh, it's so different. See, I feel like for our ultimate watch list, if we're going musicals, we both had it in your number and my number two. Yeah. Aladdin has to be. Which feels yeah. wrong, and I don't like that's the outcome, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we, we skipped over like a load of classics. I, I've never yeah. seen them, like Sound of Music, oh, I don't know, not Mary Poppins. Oh, Oliver. Disney rule. Yeah, that's why. Oliver, yeah, Oliver's, Oliver's just far too long. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, let me tell you a little story about how a young boy's dreams got shattered. Doing a year um, five production not allowed to be of Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> I didn't want to be Oliver. We were, we were doing auditions and I wanted to be the yeah, Arthur okay, Gordon. I, could see that. I was trying to blaze the trail. I was trying to be a brown artful dodger. <laughs> so yeah, we had like everyone who wanted to audition just uh, went into the middle of the class and we all like said a right. line each. And so we all went through once. <laughs> I gave my best Cockney accent. I think I smashed it. Out of everyone, right. I had the best accent. So I went through the first bit, and then we had to do it again. And I don't know if there's, there's some hidden agenda by these teachers. But I got kicked out oh. on the second time. And I was I was devastated. I didn't mm. cry like some people, but oh. I was upset. But the next bit ah. was you had to sing. Ah, uh, sorry, enough. You're aware of your own shortcomings. <laughs> yeah, the, I was gonna. I was. I was thinking we should start. We should start this off with singing. Yeah, absolutely. I have to edit this. And yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to I listen to this talk about five times. Because so many people are in bed and I'm not singing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but the, the funniest thing from that because my one of my best friends from primary school, he oh, got right. the part of the Artful Dodger, and he had like a. He had like his own mic set up and he was off stage at one point, bearing in mind there's like parents in the audience and it's being recorded. Now, I'm on the other side of the stage. I'm off stage. So see, and all you hear is like, I really need a poo. Just over the, <laughs> over the tunnel. Oh, oh, I pay so much good money for that clip. Uh, <laughs> and it, like everyone just, I don't even think the parents laugh though. That's the thing. I'd be wetting myself if I was a parent, especially with my kid. It's so oh. funny. <laughs> it is so funny. Oh, oh I cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the worst thing is, right? I wasn't the awful dodger. I was the policeman. Oh. Yeah. A dead role to have. They're like, oh, yeah, you get to kill Bill in the end. There is no scene in that production where I get to kill anyone. <laughs> Even that's unjust. I did I did a version of I'm an Animal, <laughs> Get Me Out of Here, which was a play on the popular ITV game show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And I had to be the, the turtle or tortoise. And they're like, do you have your own tortoise costume? I was like, funny enough, I do. Thanks to four brothers called Leonardo <laughs> So I turned up in like, this beefy like, Ninja Turtle costume. Like, I just have muscles no, I just, well, no, I just had the, the shell on the suit. And, uh, 
Yeah, it was scripted so the crab would win the show. I have no idea why. I have no idea what this outcome was. Who the hell picks a crab to, right, yeah. to win a popularity In contest? hindsight, this teacher's definitely oh. just been like, whoever gets the most votes, let them win. So we did the show, and it was me and the crab were the last two, right? And so we knew the crab was going to win. And the day of the performance, <clears throat> oh, the turtle thing went down better than a lead balloon. Like, oh, everyone loved it. Like, they were cheering <laughs> me on stage. They were wooing me. They were clapping me. Oh, I was, I was, I was the people's champion. And then the announcer went out. And the winner is the crab. And the outrage that it caused. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, even the teachers were living. <laughs> Yeah, you know this crab ended up getting really? like, round and on the chair. Oh, oh my god! I wish I was there. Ever seen? Right, looking back now. Yeah, oh, I was talking to him. I was talking to him. I was like in the Iron Man contest. I'm like, you know, flexing and everything. My little Ninja Turtles costume. Got to wear it at break time as a reward. So I got to play Ninja Turtles as a Ninja Turtle. Oh, and this bloody crab. Oh, oh, that, that, that sounds so funny. I'm very hard to think about it. It's like, universal outrage from everyone sat on the floor. And because, like, they, they raised their hands to vote. Like, it was class assembly. So like, it was just a bunch of kids, like, about 300 kids all sat around. Yeah. Like, right. So who thinks the crab should win? I think that was a total of maybe like seven hands, 10 at a push. <laughs> and the tallest, like a fucking Mexican wave. <laughs> just every day. Why did they pre I guess he assumed everyone would vote 50 50. He didn't expect me to be so charismatic, <laughs> even though he'd seen the outfit in the re- in the rehearsals. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you want to talk uh, about unjust stage shows? You know, I think it's more unjust. Actually, there is one more unjust story. <laughs> me and my friend Jacob, we weren't troublemakers at school, but we were a duo that was known to teachers. The entirety of year six had to put on an end of show performance, obviously because they're leaving, and they're doing the Pied Piper, uh, and they got oh. Oh, we got yeah. we got a segue into my one about so the, got the one girl in our year who could play the flute who was the pipe piper. She was good actually, she was fine, no worries. And then everyone else had a role. The majority of people were rats, yeah. rats or children. That was kind of the main. And then you had the house people. Oh, okay, <laughs> everyone, apart from me and Jacob, who somehow just never got chosen for a part. Every audition, we would just happen to be working in another classroom or going outside and clearing up the playground. Whatever, they just didn't want us in the show. I have no idea why. <laughs> Towards the end of the year, like every day. All right, all right, we'll just go off and do our own thing. Did you be like, right, can you just make sure all the balls are inflated for PE? Like, yeah, okay. So we just used to go out into the playground while everyone else was rehearsing, pump up these balls and play around with them for like an hour. Get called in and then go home. Oh, this all right. So then we had to sit there amongst all the parents and watch this performance. Mum was like, why aren't you in it? I was like, I have no idea. I don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not really a great story, but it was. I was one of the the little kids. They get taken away at the end. You were. Yeah, so I only had like one line, oh. and then like, I sold this line. I still remember what the line is as well. It's "Look at them go." It's when he gets the the rats out of the thing. Well, at least you got a speaking part. Actually, at least you were chosen for that. Yeah, and I I, I sold it so much. I forgot. No, I was going to say at least Sorry? you got a speaking part, and then I went, well, at least you got chosen for your school play. <laughs> yeah. 
But the thing is, I remember, like, do you remember how uptight teachers used to get during like these productions? Thank you. Yeah. Because I remember, I I totally forgot. Like, I was told that I needed to like follow the Pied Piper because he's sending us away. And then I was just sitting on the side, and so, like, oh, what are you doing? So like, I don't know. <laughs> so you know what you should be doing. You're the you need to be there. It's like, oh, mate. Oh. Oh, I remember TJ yelled at me because I forgot a line and then I was so panicked that I have to get next time I run up on stage I, I was, for some reason I was dressed as an, as an Egyptian god I don't know why, I was wearing robes it's the whole thing especially <laughs> wearing a dress I ran up on stage <laughs> and I just tripped on my robe and just ate it onto the chipboard stage floor and, oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got propelled into the next universe oh. I hit the stage that the floor that hard <laughs> I was on fine, I was like, yeah, right, like, don't worry about me I'm Horus, god of the moon, or whatever he is. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Everyone, everyone just stops, and you're like, you're just trying to get through your line. Well, the line was like, like holding your knee. Go, stop, and then time reverses, and they do the day again. But I went, stop, and then just smacked it. <laughs> I'm sure there's an imprint of me on the stage floor. Like... <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, yeah, we will. Oh, you never be able to get the line ever again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got... oh, cool. I could imagine uh, from memory I think he got sacked because he's a white pen at a student but I could be misremembering wow yeah that's probably the <laughs> right well this that's was a good musical the... episode we completely diverged off now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. so we did the main bit uh, shall we set up next oh, week? Oh, yeah. Do you want to remind everyone at home what we're going to be doing next back week? On. Yeah, so next week, so we finished our three-week cycle of the treasure the, the treasure trove, the the pitch, and the watch list. So now we're back on the, the treasure trove. So I'm going to randomise a year, and then we're going to pick a film each to watch yep. for next week. Are you ready? Between 1960 and 2018. Okay, it's processing. Oh, yes. Oh, 2004. Yes, a fantastic year. <laughs> so, I'm like, like peak, like, that will come. Sip off jeans and all that kind of stuff. That, that is my era. <laughs> what can I Skateboarders. Are we going off just the uh, initial release date as opposed to... or the time it came out here? Mm. Like the initial release date, like the American release date or where it came out here? Either or, I guess. I guess we just got off IMDb. Yeah, I, I just literally typed into Google 2004 and I've already seen like four films I want to cover. Oh, I can't pick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil well, it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's Garfield, the first one. I'm not seeing Garfield on here. Yeah. Oh, Incredibles. Incredibles, Spider-Man. No, it wasn't. It's now. Who's that Incredibles, one? Spider-Man 2, Shrek 2, Scooby-Doo 2, 2 oh, Monsters Unleashed, Shark Tale, a favourite of yours. <laughs> hey, Garfield's on there too. Oh, Shrek Treasure. 2, yeah. Lion King 1 and Kill Bill Volume 2. The Three Musketeers. Shaun of the Dead. Kangaroo Jack. Passion of the Christ. 
the most incorrectly marketed film of all time. Around the World in 80 Days with Jackie Chan. That is a cracking film. Oh, that's cheaper by the dozen, but that's... that's I feel like they're going to spoil all of these picks now. <laughs> Whatever we pick is going to be like... <laughs> Sorry, everyone knows what they... they... They know yeah, what to watch fair. before the episode. Oh, even really? Anchorman. Anchorman was 2004. Yeah. Harry Potter Express. Ooh. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time picking this. Oh, I do. Uh, I feel like I've already got mine. But this is just like... I probably seen all the films that he's wanted this year already. The Yu-Gi-Oh! movie? Thunderbirds? Oh, yes. That wasn't a big Thunderbirds guy. Nah, the, the, the live-action film is absolutely atrocious. But... Wow, what's he, what's he doing? So, what, not the, pu- yeah, the puppets about? Oh, yeah. Even the new CGI remake is mildly better. Sophia Miles. Oh, right. Right, okay. Well, I'm going to have to pick one of these films, but there's nearly too many yeah. to pick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You got a week anyway, so it's all good. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I just found that out today. So, (laughs) yeah, we are at the Next Take Pod on Instagram. That's the only social media we have because I don't do Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram at ssgill1996. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at GeoDesley. We are safely putting Aladdin into our best musical category. I'm making a list of it as we speak. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep posting yeah. our list as we go along anyway. And let us know what your favourite musical is on all of these make... various platforms we mentioned. Um, like genuinely, because yeah. there's, like we said, there's so many classics and other ones we've missed. Um, but yeah, we want to know what your thoughts, what your favourite ones are. And we might even ask for you guys yeah. to do a tiebreak as well. Oh, if yeah. ever comes down to it. So next week, we're going to come from 2004 and we're going to do a similar thing today and just argue which film is better. Well, oh. no, it's just art. It's not picks. as intense. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.